Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Happy ADA 25 year. Still celebrating that 25th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And for those callers that have been asking, it is coming up November 10th, the Bender Virtual Career Fair, Employment for People with Disabilities. Um, All you have to do is go to uh, BenderConsult.com and you can learn more about it. This is a way for companies to go into a uh, chat room and interview people with disabilities for, we know, a lot less money than you would spend going on the road. So, uh, Bender, virtual career fair, and if you're a person with a disability, make sure you join, no fee. No fee, just make sure you join. Well, I can't begin to tell you how excited I am today. Why? Because I have a guest, may I say, not a guest that I like, but a guest that I love. I love him. And here we are this month selling Disability Employment Awareness Month. We're trying to bring on CEOs and executives that have changed employment and quality of life for people with disabilities. And what better way than to start with a great leader in the Pittsburgh community, someone who cares passionately about adults and children with disabilities, uh, just one of my favorite people and a great friend of people with disabilities. And so am I blessed to say he's my friend, uh, the executive CEO of Covestro, formerly known as Bear Material Science. Welcome to the show, Jerry McCleary. Thank you, Joyce. Uh, Very kind words there. And by the way, I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you better. That's what I have to say. Yes, we are the Mutual Admiration Society. But, you know, before we get started, I want to say this to all of my listeners across the country. You know... You'll go to events, you'll see a CEO, and they'll say, oh, yeah, Joyce, this is really great. Yeah, yeah, this is good, helping people with disabilities. This is a good thing. I'll get back in touch with you, and then you don't hear from them. And sadly, there are too many people like that. I want to tell you, Jerry McCleary is the real deal, okay? He's the real deal. He comes through, and he means what he says. So you all need to know what a great uh, great company, Covestro, (laughs) formerly known as Bare Material Science, is. And I want to start, actually, Jerry, by telling us, how did you first begin your career at Bare that led on to this CEO position at Covestro? Um, thank you once again, Joyce. Um, yeah, it's been, I've had a long career here uh, at uh, Bayer Material Science and Covestro. started a few years ago. But I really uh, just want people to know in the audience that I, I'm a Pittsburgh native. I grew up here in the South Hills area of Pittsburgh, uh, attended high school here at Bethel Park, and then went on to school at WBU, uh, majored in an accounting degree. So that was my background. And I think what's really important, my, my parents taught me to you know, be a hard worker, 
and always, whatever job you do, try to be the best at it and always treat people with respect and always give back. So that was, that was the foundation. And then, of course, I got a job here um, 32 years ago here with our company. And I started out as an accountant. And I went on and I, I did many different jobs. I, I transferred every three to four years. I, I looked at every new opportunity as, a, as a, a new chance, a new opportunity to expand my experience to develop new skills, and uh, that was very important to me. I, I moved quite a bit around the country, internationally, to gain more experiences, learn about different cultures, learn uh, to meet some new people, but basically just to broaden my whole background and, 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 my, uh, and my experience in the business. So, you know, I've, I've done a lot of different things, uh, Joyce, that really got me prepared to, to be a good general manager, to be a business, a uh, good business person, but also to be a leader, and a leader is really how you talk, relate, listen to the people, and of course, no one gets there by themselves. you got to be surrounded by a lot of good people that are going to be there and supporting you the whole time that you're going through all these different types of uh, jobs and functions I've had over the last 30 years. And I think that's good for everyone listening to the show, especially young people, college graduates with disabilities. You notice how flexible Jerry was when he was saying, you know, relocated, traveled, went to uh, live internationally. And, you know, that's part of being successful. It really is. And I want to point out, it isn't that he came from this Ivy League and started as Ph.D. in chemical engineering, an accountant, and look where he is today. That just shows you what hard work and good leadership can do. I mean, I think that is a great story. So, you know, when I'm talking about Covestro, I know that many people aren't familiar with Covestro, uh, formerly Bare Material Science, and actually some people have asked me, Will they be doing the same thing? Will they be in the industry? So, uh, Jerry, what is the answer to that, and what are some of the changes? Well, first of all, Covestro, as you stated, formerly Bear Material Science. Um, we have a great history with Bear, and uh, we're here on the campus with uh, our Bear colleagues also, and we'll be good neighbors uh, long time in the future uh, working together. Um, it's You know, we're in the same industry, and uh, we... Uh, basically are a chemical company. Um, we produce high-tech polymers for plastics, polyurethane foams, coatings, adhesives, and other specialty applications. And these raw materials that we call the chemicals, I, I think a lot of the audience probably know them and they see them every day. Um, your mattresses, uh, a lot of that's made out of polyurethane foam. The pillows you sleep on, the insulation that keeps your food cold in the refrigerators. Your paint coatings, uh, you can look at uh, your automobiles, look at bridges, um, LED lights. Um, if you're in a car, the car seat you're sitting on, the cushions you're sitting on at home, your furniture, a lot of that's made out of our products. And, wow. uh, you know, so that gives you a little background that those are the type of products we make. Uh, we're in the automotive, building, construction are two major areas. And we became, so I think to go on, to, to carry on, that's, our, that's our, our background a little bit. But, you know, we, uh, we became Covestro this um, past September 1st. And uh, this was a, it was a big change for us. And we adopted a new name, Covestro. And so we became legally and economically separated from our, our parent company in the past, Bayer. And Bayer then can continue to focus on their life science business. But it also allowed Covestro to 
to be able to operate more freely, to maybe with greater speed, some flexibility, more efficiency, which is really more required in our chemical industry. So that was very important for both to be successful long term. And so, but and I tell you what, we're still the same company. Um, we're the same scientists, engineers, innovators. We have a long history of leadership in the marketplace. And uh, our priorities really haven't changed. Uh, we come from a really strong technical expertise, a commitment to product safety and responsible care, and really our passion for innovation and sustainability and, uh, and bringing that into the marketplace. So, but what's different? Oh, wow. What's different is Kevester is a new name. It's a new name that we uh, all need to become accustomed to. But we have a colorful new logo. And as an independent company, I think we have a, a great opportunity to really develop a culture, a culture of giving back and a culture that we are innovators and a, a culture that, you know, we're the company that people want to work for. So, you know, we're working to be maybe a more bolder um, and more faster and more flexible version of ourselves in the past. And so basically then, you are bare material science, some, I, I guess in some ways really, uh, obviously greater independence uh, and the ability to even do more than you were before. Uh, it's, you know, when you were, we were part of a big, big, large uh, international global company as, as a bear, and they have a lot of focus on life sciences, and rightfully so. And I think now with our independence, and we can call it independence, we can really develop uh, our business model, our strategy, and our culture around our industry. And I think that will be something that can uh, be, help us be more successful in a sustainable business in the future. So I think this is, really gives us both good opportunities to be, continue to be long-term successful companies. Well, I know I'm very excited. We're all excited. And once again, Covestro, C-O-V-E-S-T-R-O, Covestro, formerly Bear Material Science, uh, and the uh, name change in this new organization went into effect this past September. So uh, we'll be watching, but I know that you will continue being successful. But right now, we've got to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined in, you are so lucky because we are talking to Jerry McCleary, the president of North America Covestro, a friend of mine and a friend of all people living with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender. America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Jerry. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. 
One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. We're talking to Jerry McCleary, the president North America of Covestro, formerly known as Bear Material Science. And may I just mention something about uh, Bear? This is our 20-year anniversary, 20-year anniversary at Bender Consulting. And there are two companies that stood behind me hiring people with disabilities all that time. They were Bear and Highmark. And here we are today with Jerry McCleary, and it hasn't stopped. I mean, I just want you all to know what a great country, great company this is, because I always say in this country, if you have a company where it comes from the top down, you know they're serious about it, and it does make a difference. And speaking of that, uh, Jerry, I know it's hard for you and I both to understand, but 70% of people with disabilities are still today not counted in the workforce. Although the ADA was signed 25 years ago, one needle that has not moved is the employment of people with disabilities. We only have started to see a change since this new regulation, Section 503 of the Rehab Act, but it has still been so hard. My question is, um, why do you think companies are so resistant to hiring people with disabilities? Uh, Joyce, yeah, it's like you said, there's been some progress, but not near as much um, as it should be. Uh, you know what, I think uh, there's still a lot of misconceptions surrounding this topic. And, you know, if I go back and look at myself as a human being uh, 20 years ago and what I thought then and what I know today, I mean, I've learned so much. I've seen it firsthand. So these misconceptions, we need to communicate and, and have people take that opportunity because, one, you know, it's they, they, these misconceptions, when it's too expensive, you know, to try to accommodate somebody with a disability, well, that, that's not accurate. That's not true. And, you know, most people with disabilities don't require special accommodations beyond what is already that we have in the workplace. And in fact, you know, companies are required to have handicapped parking available, but how often you see those spots sitting empty? And I know I made that comment a couple times. I said, oh, we did our job. No, that's not our job. That was just the things that, you, the, the things that we were told to do. And so we really weren't embracing um, what it was really meant behind us. So that I really think that, you know, companies are already set up to accommodate people with physical disabilities, and they might not realize it. Um, another myth? I really believe is that, workers that, is that workers with disabilities don't perform as well as those without disabilities. And this is, I can tell you, firsthand experience, not just over the last, over the last several years. This is simply not true. 
And I tell you what, my experience with workers with disabilities are some of the hardest working, dedicated, and most reliable employees I've ever met. And I can tell you what, given an opportunity, they can contribute really value into the business environment. We've had much success to that. And so that brings me to one other point. Someone made a comment to me one time and said, well, Jerry, what if they don't perform? What if they're underperforming? Can you take any action? Oh, and I tell you what, I, I think companies are saying, well, I'm afraid if I hire someone and you have a poor performer for whatever reason, just like we do with people without disabilities, that they don't perform, they don't have the skill sets, whatever. And so they're, they're, they're worried about being you know, stuck with them. I said, that is absolutely not the case. I said, and in reality, people with disabilities should be held accountable. And, by the way, they want to be held accountable. And they want also to have the same performance expectations as any employee. And so if they're falling short, you do just like with every employee. You treat them all the same. You coach them. You counsel them. You discipline them. And if really, if it doesn't develop, then you have to take other action. So, you know, my, my message to most of the corporations out there is that they are and will continue to be some of the best performers, most reliable people you have, and they do bring a good business value. Well, I so appreciate you explaining that last part because I always say people with disabilities need paychecks, not pity. We don't need pity. We need a chance to work. You know, Tony Quello, former congressman and author of the ADA, he, he always says, give us the right to be fired. Right. And right. what that, right. you know, we want equal treatment. You know, if we, if we can't work, we can't be equal. And you have to be equal. You do the job, you keep the job. You don't do the job, you don't have right. the job. And that's our philosophy here. Why? People with disabilities are people. Right. You treat people equally. Hey. They just want equal opportunity, and that's what they deserve. And I tell you what, they, in fact, they're out there to prove, um, to prove themselves and even work harder. It's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we have employees working at Covestro who are blind, who are in wheelchairs, who have autism. Right. I mean, all various disabilities. And every one of those people are there because they have performed well. And that's the only reason they are there. And what Jerry said is so true because I believe once you hire people with disabilities, that's what will change your perception. That's what it will be. That's what will change uh, the perception that you have. And you already heard me say, Jerry, that Bear has stood behind me all 20 years and uh, now you are at Covestro still, and my question is, um, what do you think creates such a welcoming culture for people with disabilities at Covestro and through the years at Bear? Because I want to say, just so you all know, hey, you're not going to work at Bear unless you're really good, okay? These people are engineers. They have a unbelievable background, whether it's in math, finance, whatever it is. I mean, we're talking a top-of-the-line company. And you have always been a great culture for people with disabilities. What, why do you think that is? Um, well, thank you. I, you know, I do think that you know, we're, we're making great strides, but there's also a lot more to do. And, and your question is absolutely right on. Um, you know, just because you hired uh, a person with disability doesn't mean that's the final step. And it's even more important 
to really create a, a work environment. They feel welcome and appreciated. And it's like anybody that comes in, and they just want to sit there and say, you know what, I need a culture that people want, people want to learn, they want to feel welcome, they want to feel part of the community, part of the workforce, and they want to be appreciated. And, and that's really important, and that's what I think is where you see success and failure. And so what we do is we really, you know, we put a very focused effort on trying to create a diverse and inclusive work environment. And what we want to do is we want to make sure that differences are really celebrated and they're applauded, and we encourage this. And I think it's, it's something to, if you want a, a successful and sustainable business, it's something I think all corporations and all companies that are doing hiring should look at. Um, we have what we, uh, many of our sites uh, here in Pittsburgh and through all our manufacturing sites in the United States, um, we have employee-led diversity councils. And we actually use this or, these organizations, and we have activities to help bring, uh, and bring that awareness to our, our, to our employees. So we raise that awareness of diversity. Uh, we try to cultivate a better understanding of how it applies in the workplace, highlight the different cultures, the backgrounds, new ways of thinking. And this is something that helps build a culture and helps build, I can see, the, you know, good teamwork. Um, in fact, and, you know, as Cavestro, we have a, uh, one of our new values is colorful. Um, we are curious, we're colorful, and what we look at that and we're saying being colorful means that we want to find inspiration from diversity. And just not within our company, but in the world around us. And I think that is what's really important, and I think that's what's really going to attract and retain the employees we have here at Cavestro. Yes, and I will add to that. This is a company that is welcoming, not tolerant, welcoming. National Disability Mentoring Day, they have participated all these years. Bender Leadership Academy, they have supported since I started it over 12 years ago. I mean, we have, we have a company that makes a point of including people with disabilities. And you know what? When other employees see that, it tells them a lot about what the company is like. And here, I'll give you another example. Jerry is on the board with me of Variety, the children's charity, and can't describe his face when he's, when he's at these events mm-hmm. with these children. It's not describable. Um, and so, Jerry, how about if you talk about that, why, why you feel so passionate about Variety, the children's charity? Uh, well, yeah, Joyce, as you know, um, I'm a very strong supporter of Variety, the children's charity. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's led by Charlie Lavelle and Lavelle. And with his vision and his passion and his leadership and to help the children, um, it's just so contagious. You just want to be part of that. And his staff, the passion, the love they have to make a difference with these children. Um, and it's just, I want to be part of it. I, I just think it's just, it's, it's fulfilling. It's, it's, uh, it's gratifying. And it's just the thing that makes good sense for me. Um, I've been with Roddy for a few years, and uh, the, the My Bike program, if you get the My Bike, I co-chair that with Andrea Corelli. And this program provides the, the children with specifically adaptive bikes so they can experience the freedom that we felt when we rode our bikes for the first time. And when I saw these children on these bikes, and I saw that smile, the laughter in their siblings and their parents, and what I saw and what we gave to them, it's like, 
I, you, you just, you just want to, you can't stop. You want to do more. And, you know, so I just said, you know, our goal then will be that every child in need of an adaptive bike and can't afford one is going to receive one. And we will not stop until that happens. Um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful organization with wonderful people. And, you know, and I do have to say my daughter, Shana, she joined them about a year and a half ago. Um, she met them, and she goes, Dad, I just like to work with this organization. I think they're just doing the right things. And I said, honey, go for it. And she did, and she's bringing the same passion and love that, um, that we have, uh, Joyce, you and I have for this, uh, for this organization. It's a great organization. Oh, it is. And, and let me tell you something else Covestra does. <laughs> they sponsor a Halloween party for hundreds of children with disabilities from Variety, the children's charity. Now, we're talking elaborate here. Don't be thinking this is something <laughs> small. You go to Bear, to their, formerly their cafeteria, and the entire space, everything, is decorated with a different theme every year. So this year it was Legos. I mean, Legos everywhere. Lego decorations <laughs> everywhere. Um, and there's food. And there's candy, and there are puppet shows, and I could caricature artists. I could go on forever. Face painting. There are so many wonderful things. And here's the key thing: these kids, very significant disabilities, get to go trick or treating with an elaborate costume. Let me give you an example: <laughs> a young girl in a wheelchair and is turned into a throne, and she's the Queen of England. I'm meaning elaborate costumes. Do you know why? Because this is most likely their only time. Because that they go out trick-or-treating. These are kids with autism, with very significant disabilities. And I'm going to tell you, uh, Jerry, you tell them. Remember the first year? What did (laughs) that little girl say to you? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my first experience at the, the Halloween party we gave, uh, us walking around just, you know, talking to everybody, meeting the parents, meeting the children. And the mother said, can you just bend a little bit lower? My, my daughter wants to whisper in your ear. And I bent over, and she grabbed me, and she gave me the biggest kiss and hug. And her mother just said, she just wanted to thank you for giving her this moment. And so as soon as that happened, that's when I said, I'm in. And uh, when I can make a difference like that or employees can make a difference like that, um, we have to continue to do more. So uh, those are the moments that uh, you never, ever forget the rest of your life. And it was uh, about nine months later, and I was up at the, one of the you know, malls, and I walked in the door, and she was in a wheelchair going by me, and I just saw her moving and shaking a little bit, and I could see the smile on her face. And I stopped and turned around, and her mother goes, she remembers you. I said, no, I remember her. Uh, you can't forget uh, about those moments. Those are the peak moments that we don't make for just the children, but they make for us also. And to me, that just puts everything in life in perspective and helps he makes all, all of us better people. It does. And, and again, uh, you know, that first year, Jerry was so overwhelmed with all of this. He said, yeah. maybe it should be bigger. Well, guess yeah. what? It is. <laughs> now there are two, yeah. two times during the day. Because there's so many children and families, they have to have it twice during the day. Right. And I, I'm sorry I'm saying all this about you, Jerry, but I, I want everyone to know this. First of all, oh, here's the best part. Jerry and I wear a costume mm-hmm. every year. How mm-hmm. this happened to us, I don't know. But this year, 
I was a crayon, and he was a Lego. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, when I left, do you know he stayed to the very end? Now, I'm not just meaning, this is what I mean about a CEO who's not, oh, I'm Mr. All That and you don't count. He stayed to the end of the day and helped clean up. Now, how many CEOs do you know like that? There aren't a lot, sadly. But to me, a great leader serves, and that is him. That is, that is him. That's Jerry McCleary. But right now, we're going to go to break. If you just called in, we're interviewing and talking to, as my guest, Jerry McCleary, the president, North America, of Covestro. We'll be right back. Don't go away. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we are talking to Jerry McCleary, the president, North America, of Covestro, formerly known as Bear Material Science. And I hope that you, if you were listening, we were talking about Variety, the children's charity. I hope you'll go check that out because every child deserves a, uh, a bike. And we also have an iPad for My Voice, uh, a great organization right here in Pittsburgh, part of an international group, and just great. And when Jerry was talking about that Halloween party, Jerry, one yeah. of our employees with a disability actually works in your office and she was there correct correct yeah maggie she's go ahead i'm sorry no that's all go ahead okay no maggie uh you know this this young lady she we uh she's been working with us for a few months she actually works here at the at the at the corporate office with us and uh, she supports my uh my executive assistant and maggie is what a gem i mean she just fits in our culture so well she volunteered and spent a lot of her own private time 
helping other volunteers to set up the Halloween party. And like you said before, the amount of work and effort and creativity to decorate our whole cafeteria to make it that special moment for, our, for the children, it was great. She was there till late night, Friday night. She was there all day, all day Saturday, both sessions, and waited till the last minute. We thought we were all leaving together after cleaning up the, the facility. And uh, she has been so helpful. It frees up uh, uh, my, uh, my admin to maybe do even more things and develop. So it's, uh, it's worked out great for us, and we just love to have her. We, it's, it, she's a, a great addition to our organization. Well, i got to tell you, we got some callers here on the line, Jerry, and I think right now, Peggy, are you on the line? Hi, Joyce. Hi, Peggy. And, folks, listening to the show, this is Peggy Beam Jelly, the CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central PA, which is the best affiliate in the United States. I love to I say do. that, Peggy. I love to say I that. love it when you say it, Joyce. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> yeah. Peggy, go ahead. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Good, Peggy. How are you doing? I'm good. I just had to call in and say thank you, and I wanted to make sure, you know, I, I know that Joyce has been talking about all the wonderful things you do in the community with Variety, but I wanted to make sure that everybody knows all the things, wonderful things you've done to support the Epilepsy Foundation as well, um, because you've been so helpful to us and worked so hard on our Mardi Gras gala and, um, and just been over-the-top supportive, and we appreciate it so much. and. Uh, you know, I, I I don't like to admit it, but I have to tell you, we're really looking forward to the November sixth uh, variety gala, um, and and I got to tell oh. you that parade of bikes is just something else. It's just so wonderful to see those kids. I hope they do it again this year. Um, if nobody's if somebody's never been to that gala and seen those kids come in on those bikes, it's just amazing. Was that your idea? Oh, it is. Isn't oh. that amazing, Charlie? Charlie? What am I Jerry. calling you that for, Jerry? Jerry, <laughs> Jerry keep talking Charlie about variety. No, Charlie's I mean, the, the, gala, yeah. the gala part, isn't the bike part, isn't that great? Oh, the gala, November 6th, yeah, it's, uh, it's an event that, I tell you what, I got friends I, bring, I brought down from Buffalo, and this is the third year they're attending, and they go to a lot of galas. And they support variety here in Pittsburgh, and I tell you what, they would not miss it. They said it was one of the most moving and worthwhile type of games they've ever been to. And uh, they're flying in again, or driving down this time to, into Pittsburgh to join the gala. And this My Bike program is phenomenal, but the My Voice and what we're doing, and adding that now to, the, uh, to the, uh, our product portfolio to offer to the children, is fantastic and my stroller and it's just not going to stop with Charlie Lavelli there leading that vision so it's a great organization and uh, also Peggy thank you for the kind words too um, I appreciate that well we're looking well, forward to it and you'll have to bring your friends from Buffalo back for the Mardi Gras Gala you know, that's, that's, a, that's a big party man I tell you what <laughs> I got to get them involved with that too you're right uh, by well, the way Peggy, so when, when, you Peggy when is it when is the Mardi Gras the Mardi Gras is February 9th yep. at the Westin Hotel that's connected to the Convention Center. Um, this year we'll be honoring um, Morgan O'Brien from People's Gas. So um, it'll be a great time. Everybody should join us. Give us a yeah, call. and let me tell you what, that, that, gala, that gala just rocks the house. It does. <laughs> it does. 
Thank you, Joyce. You're the best. (laughs) Well, we love you, too. And listen, Peggy, thank you for calling in. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Do we have, we have callers here. Do we have Helena on the line? I'm on, Joyce. Hi, Helena. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. And... Uh, For our listeners, Helena Berger is the CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities headquartered in Washington, D.C., that works with the White House, Congress, companies across the United States, and the largest cross-disability organization. Um, And Helena, AAPD Helena, also manages Disability Mentoring Day across the country. Um, and guess who's speaking at the Heinz History Center, <laughs> Helena? Oh, Jerry McCurry. <laughs> well, that's go ahead, great. Go ahead, go ahead well, Helena. Well, I, I look forward then to meeting you in person, Jerry, because um, I am going to be there this year, so it'll be nice to uh, meet you in person. And I'm going to take this opportunity to uh, thank you for um, all your support of AAPD. Uh, you've been supporting APD's, um Leadership Gala for, for many years and for supporting D, DMD uh, in Pittsburgh, which Joyce is generous enough to uh, donate the proceeds to AAPD. So when I heard you on the phone, I just wanted to take the opportunity to, to thank you via phone, but um, now I know I can do it in person uh, next week. But we greatly, greatly appreciate your support and everything you do for the disability community. Oh. Well, first of all, Helena, I look forward to meeting you also, and, and thank you. You know what? It, it's, really, um, it's really not that hard to do. It's very simple to do because it's – when, when you meet the people, it's just fantastic. It's, uh, it's rewarding. And like I said before, it's, uh, they're, they're a population that we need to tap. We need skills. Mm-hmm. We need different skills. We need to bring in the uh, skills that maybe because of our – our workforce gap that we have now that we're facing, and uh, they help to help bring in and uh, and to employ these employ our, our people with disabilities. And um, not just like I said, we've been successful every time we've had uh, we've hired um, people with disabilities, and it's just paying off uh, year in year out. Well, that's so it's great easy to, to hear. <laughs> I, that's great to hear. And I missed the earlier part of the conversation, but I couldn't agree with you more that there's a very a talented pool of untapped individuals that um, certainly need to be tapped into, and as your experience has proven, is helping your your company. So um, I think that's a great story. And again, thank you for everything, and I look forward to meeting you. I guess it's next next Monday. Next that's week. it. Yeah, yeah that's good. right. Next Monday. Yeah, and uh, and Helena, I just want to mention to you that. Uh, Covestra, formerly Bare Material Science, that this corporation has been involved with Disability Mentoring Day since I have been, and you know we were the first city other than Washington, D.C., 1999. Wow. Since 1999. Uh, But anyway, oh, Helena, thank you so much for calling in. Everyone, Helena Berger is the new CEO of this national great organization that I'm so proud to be involved with, the American Association of People with Disabilities, and she is awesome. We'll look forward to having you in our great city, Helena. Thanks, Joyce. See you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, I must say, Jerry, that is quite a compliment to you because that is 
the largest national disability yeah. group in the United States. And, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's great to hear that. I just I think what's really important is that our message and gets out to others so they can also look at this pool of good qualified candidates and then they can maybe bring them into the workforce and give them an opportunity because I will promise them that, that it will pay back. And listeners, I just want to tell you, there aren't many times that AAPD calls in to tell a CEO what a great job you're doing, and that also shows you how well-known this company is. But guess what? Boy, you're popular today, Charlie. You're popular. We have another Charlie, caller on the line. Charlie, you get. <laughs> well, there we go. Charlie, are you on the line? Oh, I am on the line. Oh, there Charlie, he is. Charlie, <laughs> I'm glad you called in because I've called Jerry Charlie now about three times. Well, that's okay. <laughs> you, we can be interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. Because and this, is, this is, this is Charlie LaValle, the wonderful, blessed man that is the CEO of Variety, the children's charity here in Pittsburgh. Thanks, Thanks for calling, George. Charlie. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say to Jerry about himself and the Covestro employees that, you know, we say we had these Halloween parties, but it doesn't do justice. I would be willing to say that of all the Halloween parties that are out there, no one went further than the Covestro employees for kids with disabilities. They plan it for months. They are dedicated to it. Everything is done in incredible detail with the purpose of making children with disabilities to feel special, to know they're precious. One mother sent me a note Saturday night, said, thank you for making our son's first experience of trick-or-treating so wonderful. So think about that. You know, here's a child who'd never been able to trick-or-treat before, but he could now at Covestro and his parents found out about us because they got a bike um, through us, and so he was able to come and trick-or-treat. And Jerry and his employees, it's hard to convey in words. I wish everybody could have seen, like you did, Joyce, could have seen how um, their Freddy's Cafeteria, Freddy's Cafe was decorated. And I think, you know, what's, the difference with Covestro and Jerry to me is you can do the right thing, you know, and have a have a function. But Jerry and his employees, they didn't go the extra mile. They went 10 extra miles, parent after parent, talking about how great this made their children feel. And um, these moments, as one mother called it, are the peak moments of their children's lives. So I think Jerry and the team, um, there aren't enough words to commend them. And then I did also want to say, having known many CEOs, Jerry McCleary stays to the very end to clean up with his employees, you know. And I remember saying to him one year when he was, had just gotten back from Germany, Jerry, why don't you go? You have employees who are here. And he, he looked at me and said, are you kidding me? That's exactly why I'm staying, because I have employees here. And to be honest, if we had more CEOs who ran their business but also were in the trenches with their CEOs, I can't believe he isn't the most loved, beloved CEO in the city. Because when you have a CEO who stays to take down the decorations and take out the trash with your employees, that conveys, that message is so powerful. I, I admire this individual 
beyond the words I'm able to convey. He's a fantastic person. We gave out communication devices at Kilvestro, bikes at Kilvestro. Uh, it's a fantastic partnership. It would not happen without Jerry McClary. And Joyce, you know that's true. Oh, listen, I am finally working, going to be working on a book. And that example you just gave is going to be in the book. Because, um, you know, Charlie, as you said, we both know many, many CEOs. But this man staying to the end cleaning, I mean, i got to tell you, he's in a class all by himself. And you know what? He goes to the board meetings. He goes to all the meetings. And I know he probably thinks, why wouldn't I go to the meetings? Because that's what he's like. But now you know, Charlie, that a lot of times when someone at that level is involved, they don't go to the meetings or get involved. Am I right? Absolutely correct. And isn't it interesting that the only other person I know that goes to the meetings... um, of other groups I'm on and is extremely involved with many things uh, is Deb Rice Johnson, who we are honoring this year. Yes, Deb is equally involved. I'm sorry, before I forget, I want to encourage the listeners to go to the Variety website so they can see Jerry McCleary as a Lego this year, as King Trite the year before, and as the Mad Hatter the year before. And Joyce Bender, your costume was pretty terrific this year as well, I have oh, to say. Oh, I don't know how you did this to us, Charlie. I don't know. Crayon. Yeah, this one little boy came up to me and said, are you a pencil? I said, no, but you're close. I'm a crayon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlie, what is the website? What so is people should go on to see Joyce Bender as a crayon. Go to the Variety website and see uh, CEO McCleary. And uh, uh, President Bender in their uh, Halloween costumes. It's worth a look. Well, what is our website? Uh, Variety Pittsburgh, spelled out, dot org. VarietyPittsburgh.org. Now, let me just tell you, it's getting soon to that time of the year that you're thinking about making a contribution to an organization. I don't care if it's $10. I don't care if it's 50000 Of course, I'd prefer that. But whatever you can afford, make a contribution. Because those children, getting a bike and getting a voice, there's no price tag. You know Peggy Beam called in uh, Charlie earlier, um, and that's how awesome she is because she's the head of uh, the Epilepsy yeah, Foundation, and she's telling everyone to go to your gala and how everyone should see the parade. All right. All right. The bike parade, is uh, you just can't beat it, seeing kids with the joy and um, of riding a bike when they've never been able to do it before, and it's... Uh, fantastic to have them do it in that setting and I think it's fantastic that we've all decided that like three of us that the kids should be the priority and the spotlight should be on them and they and their accomplishments should be highlighted so we all can uh, rejoice and I think if we were honest what we would say in the end is that they have a special ability and that's to bring joy to the rest of us and I don't think they get credited for the joy that, that the kids bring to the rest of us and how they change our lives by their joy. We think we're helping them, but in the end, they're helping us. So true, Charlie. Well, that is so true. Yep. Well, Charlie, I so much appreciate you calling in. You have a great day. 
Thank you very much, and I'll be interested in what costume Mr. McCleary will be wearing next year. Signing off. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he, too, is so awesome. So here we're talking about all these great, wonderful characteristics you have, which yeah. means <laughs> someone influenced you. Don't, so yeah. I know all of our listeners will be interested in this. Who is your role model? Well, I, I, Joyce, I tell you what, I think, you, you know, the person I am today, is, you know, it's how you're raised in your household. And, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot, but I, my, my mother and my father always put, put food on the table and put clothes on our back and a roof over our head, and, and that's how we lived. And, and, you know, my dad always taught me, um, Jerry, whatever you do in life, man, just try to be the, the best at it. You know, whatever career path you want to go, just try to be the best and do all you can do and maximize your skills. And my mother, she, she taught me that, you know, about caring and by really giving back to others and helping others that might not be as fortunate and, uh, and, be, and always look at where you are and how fortunate we really are in life and uh, try to help others when you have that opportunity. And, you know, so my mom and dad had a big part of where, who I am today. And then I go into the business side of it and, and I look at, you know, someone you probably know, and I know you know Dick White. Dick White is a retired bear executive. Mm-hmm. And, and he was one of the greatest motivators I've ever worked for. I mean, he can get me to work all night, come to work, and I felt good about it. <laughs> and he gave me and challenged me, and he taught me how to be courageous in business and how to build a strong team and how to really work with people. And, and always it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission when making decisions, and I still use that today. Um, he, was, uh, he, was a, he is still a great man, and he believed so much in education and giving back to the community. Uh, that was the foundation for me also for, the, for my professional life. And I just think uh, as every day goes by, I learn even more, and I want to just keep improving myself. Joyce, what you've taught me, Charlie, what Charlie's taught me, what you give me the opportunity to do, um, I'm very honored and uh, very appreciative of that. Well, um, you know Dick White's reputation? Mm-hmm. It's amazing you mentioned him because that is what he is known for. Um, and now, Char- uh, now, Jerry, people will be saying that about you. What Charlie <laughs> you- said is true. You oh. are just one special CEO. Oh. And look at you. Here you are from accountant to <laughs> CEO. Right. Um, so obviously you've already accomplished so much in your life. But what right. would you say? What would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Yeah. You know, I always, you know, I'm a, I'm a baby boomer. So, you know, I grew up that you, you always worked, worked, and worked. And uh, it was always important to you. But I think um, there was a day in my life that I realized that my whole life can't be about work. And so, um, you know, I think I missed a lot of my life, but I say some of my greatest accomplishments and maybe I missed part of life is, of course, is the family and the children and my children. And, uh, and I have three great children. Um, Shana works for Variety. I came and asked more from her. My son's out there. He's getting involved in a new business. He's doing great. And I have a 14-year-old daughter. She's uh, actually going to Vegas tomorrow to do ballroom dancing in a competition, a 14-year-old. So they make me extremely proud. And, of course, my wife's been there raising them and taking care of them while I did work. So 
I would say that they, how they turned out is good, and I'm, I just want to spend more time, and, and hopefully I can do that in the future. And I think that's really um, something that I'm, I'm proud of. I think I'm, I'm proud of that, you know, I, I worked my way through college. I was one of the first ones in my family to get, where I, you know, to get paid my way through college, um, worked my way through college. And then today, I think what the moments I'm really proud of is if I can make someone a child smile, and I saw that laughter, and just this past Saturday, the Halloween party, and, and I'm dancing with a, a, a person there in a wheelchair, and they're just laughing at me and having fun. And it was just, it's something I think, those are the special moments that I'm becoming more proud of that uh, I think that well, I just want to continue to do more. Well, I have no doubt that you will. I have no doubt that you will, and you do. You do bring a lot of smiles to children, and uh, there is no price tag you can put on that. Right. Right. So, uh, first of all, Jerry, thank you so much for being our guest today. Oh, it's my pleasure, my honor, and like I said, it's, uh, I don't do a lot. It's that uh, I think it's just I like to get the message out that it's okay to do this and, and making sure that other business leaders hear that, too, that this is the right thing to do. It's a good thing to do. If you want to differentiate your company um, with your employees, get them involved. Um, you'll see a difference. Uh, well, what is your message? Is that the message yeah. you're leaving with our listeners today? Well, uh, you know what I'd like to, if I have a minute, it's really that, uh, to send out to, to the people listening, and I'm sure that there's a diverse group out there, but um, first of all, everyone deserves an opportunity. Um, as employers and as business leaders like myself, you know what, we are in a position to change someone's life, to give them that opportunity. And, you know, at the very least, people with disabilities should be given a fair consideration for job opportunities. And uh, you know what, if you're not in a position to hire someone with disability, you might consider an internship or co-op program. Um, it, it works. We've done that, and it just continues to work. You can then maybe get that confidence you want to go to the next step and see the value I'm talking about. And I think that's really important. Um, there's a real business case. Believe me, there's a real business case. But the business case isn't really the primary motivation. It's much, much more than that. It's about really acknowledging the great sense of self-sufficiency and achievement. All people receive from a job well done and, and recognizing that everyone deserves their opportunity to experience and live that feeling every day. And when they come in and they work and hear like Maggie's working and I said, thank you, and they just see the smile on that face, she goes, thank you for the opportunity. I said, no, thank you for being a great employee, and I really appreciate that. Um, they just want a chance. So you know what, we have to make a difference, and it's, I'm reaching out to everybody. Uh, if you want to come talk to me personally, you want to come up and, and talk to us about the success we've seen and why, please, I'll be more than glad to talk to you. Give them a chance. Um, one person at a time, one job at a time, uh, we can create that momentum necessary to make a difference, and uh, the difference is basically a great impact on our workforce, our community, and uh, really our business case. And So really, um, go out there. Um, that uh, people with disabilities, you know what, you can achieve any goal you set and dream you want. You can set it, go for it. You know, have the courage, be brave, and you know what, just have a positive attitude and don't give up. Um, you know, don't be afraid to take the chance. Go for it. Go for it. Well, that is a great message, and you know we end 
every show with a quote from someone that has impacted lives. And today, that quote is from Albert Einstein, because I believe this quote fits Jerry McCleary. Only a life lived in the service of others is worth living. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network 